Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. You're listening to the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, featuring business experts, industry disruptors, game changers, and thought leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to build a successful business and become known as an influential voice in your industry? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. This is episode 273, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. Now, this is very much part of that special series that we're running for thought leaders. And I'm speaking to people who have leveraged a podcast, leveraged their expertise, as well as a book to build their thought leadership. And today I'm speaking with Renee Hasseldeem. Now, Renee, she works with coaches and experts and thought leaders to turn what is in their brilliant minds into powerful signature systems using visual models so that they can boost their credibility, attract more clients, make more money. And her knack for extracting and unpacking thoughts and turning them into unique intellectual property is sheer genius. Now on today's show, she's gonna share how to boost your credibility with visual models, how to attract more clients using visual models, and how to work less and earn more with a signature system. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Anne-Marie. It's great to be here. This is an area that I am so glad that we're talking about because when we're talking about thought leadership, the area that you are an expert in and a thought leader in is so very important. And if they don't have their signature system in place, it's going to be very hard for them to position his or her expertise from all of the other people who are working in their industry. So just talk about what is a signature system. And then of course, we're gonna dive in a little bit deeper into the visual models and how to attract clients with them. And then of course, find out how you've been able to build your thought leadership as well as with your signature system and with a podcast and a, and a book. So firstly, how would you define signature system? So to me, a signature system is your unique methodology for working with your clients and getting outstanding results, proven results every time. It's it's the step-by-step -step process you take them through that you know if we follow this step-by-step -step process, we're going to get the result every time we work together. And, and that is basically what it is. Um, for me, I take that to the next level because I'm so passionate about making it visual. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, I take the thousands of words of you describing what it is that you do and succinctly um, summarize that in a diagram. Mm. And, and that's essentially what a visual model is. It's a clear, succinct summary of a body of information. Yeah. 
share with us a little bit more about that because you're saying, you know, boost your credibility with visual models. And so many thought leaders or aspiring thought leaders do find it difficult to verbalize it or it might take them so long and unknowingly to to many people someone who's listening to that is probably going i have no idea what they're talking about so share a little bit more about that and then how powerful an image really is yeah so um so basically um what happens is because i work with thought leaders who have decades of expertise and experience and knowledge and so when they start talking about what they do it really is like they could literally just speak for days on end without taking a breath because there's so much to say and they know so much stuff which of course is overwhelming and people's eyes glaze over and it's way too much so we can take that all that information and generally we can categorize it into four different types of information mm -hmm. and that is how i break down people's signature systems into four different types of models so i think if we kind of work through each of those yes right, let's do that to, yeah to, to go through those that'll kind of help to give people an idea of what types of information go into which model and then that will kind of help to create that picture perfect it's, that's one of the limitations of podcasts is i can't show you my beautiful <laughs> visual models <laughs> but we can talk about them yes all right so the first type of model that we want to create is the success model and basically think of the success model as the key ingredients that your clients need to master to achieve success and the way to, i like to describe this if you think about success if success for your clients is a cake mm -hmm. whatever success is for your clients so clearly you have to understand your ideal client before you can do this you need to understand your ideal client um, and understand what success looks like for them but let's just imagine success is a cake yes what are all the ingredients that need to go in to make that cake taste amazing and delicious yeah and so that is your success model it's all the ingredients that go in to make success for your clients mm -hmm. and that's the first type of model yes does that make sense Any yeah it does it does so that really is kind of the big picture isn't it it's it's what they are often having conversations with others i wish i could achieve this and this and this and this is really what you're helping support them in achieving that outcome that they're desiring yes yeah, that's right. And so, you know, to give a quick example, um, for my clients, success for them is to earn more money, work less and have more fun in their business mm -hmm. as thought leaders. And so to do that, they need to have focus and clarity. So I'm just going to say there are six things they need to, to um, master to have success. And these yes. are the six ingredients in my success model. So the first one, focus and clarity. The second one, signature system. Number three, packages and pr um, products. Number four is teams and collaboration. Five is systems and automation. And six is sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. If they master those six things, success is inevitable. Yes. That's it. They're the ingredients that go into the cake of success for my clients. Fabulous. Good. Great. All right. Awesome. So, so model number two is the educate model. And the educate model is all about the action and the doing. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who remember what a verb is, this is these are the verbs. We want to use verbs in this model, right? This is all about what do your clients need to do now to achieve the success. Yes. And so this is, again, we want to use verbs and it's actions. So when my client first starts with me, they start out at point A and they want to get to Z. What are all the steps they need to take to get mm. from A to Z? Mm -hmm. They do this and they do this and they do this and then do this. All about the action and the doing. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the second type. Yeah. With um, that, 
with that that model the action do you find that when you're taking clients through and, and really breaking it down into the various models and obviously you're going to share what the other two are um with the, the next the action steps do you find that often when we haven't clarified thought leaders haven't clarified this is where they can jumble up and be, and and the conversation can become quite overwhelming for their ideal client because the thought leader hasn't actually really defined it in a clear lineal step-by-step -step way Yes, exactly. And also one of the big mistakes that people make is that, yeah, well, they overwhelm people with all the things that need to be done because, you know, if you were to brainstorm or do a brain dump of everything that actually needs to be done, it's like 307 post-it notes, right? And your clients are going to be freaked out by that. So you've got to chunk the information into between three and seven chunks. So we always want to summarize and group together the similar information yes. so that we end up with between three and seven chunks. So yeah. even if you're giving them the step-by-step -step process, you don't want a 12-step process or a 27-step process. You want a five-step process or something between three and seven, yeah, right? Yeah, makes sense. So that you're not freaking them out. Yeah, they're <laughs> overwhelmed already with everything that's going on anyway. Yeah, nobody wants the 307-step process to creating a podcast, Anne-Marie. <laughs> there you Even go. Even though there are clearly 307 or more things that need to actually be done. But we don't want to think about that. <laughs> no, no. So what's the next um, model? Yeah, so the third one is the Excite model, and I do get excited. So, you know, the the Educate model, you know, going back to that one, is very, it's very, you know, it's the action and the doing, and it's actually, it's not very exciting, but it is a roadmap, and that's about giving the certainty. Mm -hmm. The Excite model on the flip side is about emotions and feeling, and it really is telling that hero's quest. Mm -hmm. It tells the story of someone just like your client, and, you know, it's like a classic Disney movie, you know, where we set the scene and then there's this great big challenge and drama that we need to overcome. And then, you know, they rise to the occasion and boom, they get the result that they want. Mm -hmm. And so there's this, there's this classic story arc that we see, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a movie pretty much. And um, that's pretty much the same thing yes. for the Excite model is we're telling that beautiful story of a client just like them. Mm -hmm. And, and that is the Excite model. It's, it's the journey and the feeling. And this one is about inspiring and in, and motivating them to take action because when you tell that story, what we do as humans is mm -hmm. we identify with the story mm -hmm. and we'll identify, well, where am I up to on that path? Yes. And actually, I would like that result too. And so then we see a gap. And so the, the whole point of the Excite model is for your clients to identify there's a gap that needs closing. Yeah. And we immediately then want to close the gap. Yeah, I love that. Which means working with us. Yes. <laughs> So, so very important. And what's the last visual model? The last one is the yes model. Mm. And the yes model is all about having your clients saying yes to working with you. And that's clearly just summarizing what are the benefits. So we're not mm. talking about the features. We don't care, you know, how many hours one-on-one -on -one time they get with you or how many hours in a workshop or what the dates are. And then we're just talking about what are the benefits, what's mm. in it for them. That's actually what they want to know about. Yeah. When you're thinking of the benefits, I know uh, in some instances benefits can be quite a lengthy uh, bullet-pointed process, but when you're thinking about the Excite model, so the visual model, do you also recommend that you keep it between 3, 5 or, or 7 or what? what's kind yes. of the number with that? Exactly. Similar? Yes. Mm. So all the models, all four models, we want those chunks to be between three and seven chunks of information yes yeah that's a great question yeah i love that I still don't want to be overwhelming them no matter which model it is no and i think that what because you... the point of the model is to make things clearer and simpler like yes. it needs to be clear succinct obvious 
precise. Like I want to be able to look at it and remember it. Yeah, yeah. And if we know our ideal client so well, we could probably categorize a number of the different bulleted benefits under one category that as we're saying that and explaining it to clients or prospective clients in this case, that that can be under that banner and they'll know instantly, ah, that is what I have been looking for. Now, if you think about those models, then attracting more clients using those models, how are you and of course, obviously your clients using them to attract those clients? Yeah, so what's super, super cool about these models is that you can use them to tell a story. And so I teach my clients to weave in, I've got a script for them that introduces each of the models mm. and they weave in and they tell a story which actually is um, accidentally a pitch Yeah. without being a pitch because they're all they're doing is telling a story and teaching, adding value along the whole journey of, the, of that storytelling but what happens at the end is people are just like, I'm so in. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I am so, so in. And so to give an example of that, um, one of my clients, Anna Osharov, came and did the Authority Accelerator in June. And when she went out and did a five-minute pitch, like she donated a door prize at an event yeah. a week later with her models, um, she donated a, a door prize. So she got five minutes to get up on stage. She converted 50% of the oh, wow. room to her half-day workshop in five minutes. Yeah. Wow. With four pictures. <laughs> That's it. Boom. I love it. And you know what's really great about that is um, that as you are explaining the models, and I've seen some of your clients do that, there is no worry or anxiousness because so many people when they're so-called pitching, get, we get nervous or they get nervous, don't they? This is just following the story, following the models, each of the steps. And yeah, and, and it feels like it is a story, a real story and a journey that we're taking uh, clients on. So you talk about working less and earning more with the signature system. Share a little bit more about this because this is really providing the foundations upon which you can really build that thought leadership message and take that to the world in a book and obviously in a podcast, which we're going to dive into a little bit uh, in a moment. So working less, earning more with a signature system. How's that? The, uh, how uh, my clients and I use our, our signature systems is to transition from working one-on-one -on -one to working mm -hmm. one-to-many. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And the reason a signature system is important in that transition is because you can sell one-on-one -on -one really easily. I've built multiple businesses selling one-on-one -on -one services on referrals and word of mouth. Like mm -hmm. it's a no-brainer. It's not that hard. Yeah. Sorry. You don't actually, I never needed any sales and marketing skills to do that. Yes. Because, you know, it, all you do is you do, deliver a great quality service and you get referrals. It's, you know, it snowballs. Yeah. But selling one to many, getting bums on seats is harder than selling one on one. You can't mm. rely on those referrals and word of mouth anymore. It's not enough in terms of the numbers. Like, yes. you need more bums on seats, right? Whether, whether you're running online courses, selling online courses, or if you're running live events and workshops or, you know, longer 12-month programs, mm -hmm. whatever that group situation is, whatever that one-to-many leverage product is, you've got to have some sales and marketing skills to sell. Yes. Because it's so much harder to sell that that product than it is to sell one-on-one -on -one services. Yeah. Um, and that's why um, having the signature system is, is really, really important. And so... Through the process of creating the signature system, my clients find that they have the clarity and the confidence to increase their prices and to sell at the level they need to in that mm. one-to-many, but also to, to sell themselves. Mm. Because part of the hesitation in selling for people is um, is feeling like, well, if it's a service-based business, 
I'm essentially selling myself. Mm-hmm. And how do I sell myself without kind of feeling icky and going, oh, yes. I don't want to like say I'm really good because that feels like it, it just <laughs> yeah. it, it brings up discomfort for many people. It's mm-hmm. just there is this kind of I don't want to big mouth myself. Like it just feels a bit ew. But when you've actually got a signature system, I'm not selling me anymore. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just selling you this system. Let me show mm-hmm. you this proven system. I'm going to take you through this system and I'm selling you that. Yeah. I'm selling you this external object, which is easy as, as easy as selling this water bottle yeah. because yeah. it's a tangible, visible thing that I can physically sell to you. Yeah. And that feels easier. So my clients yeah. are able to sell at a premium price. They are able to sell in a leveraged way. Mm-hmm. They're able to get up on stage and do speaking gigs because their content is just like boom so good Mm -hmm. and and they can do all that efficiently and easily because once once the the job of extracting that information is done the rest is just a no-brainer yeah and that's one of the things i think is so important as service-based businesses is that our signature system so that's our ip is very separate from who we are it's almost like a sub-brand you've got your own personal brand but your signature system is a sub-brand which can can take on a life of its own because people could start talking about that signature system, particularly if you give it a, give it a you know fantastic name and title um, that is memorable and, and very much aligns with your brand. And so that is how it can be really powerful. So let's then, because once you've got your signature system, you've got the steps. I mean, one of the things that often I hear time and time again is how do I come up with topics for podcast episodes if they're not going to be interviewing others? Well, you could do episodes on each of the, the various steps. So let's dive in. So how long have you been podcasting for? I started podcasting, I think it was February 2017. Yes. And what prompted you to start? Was it something you'd thought of doing for a while or it just became part of the next marketing tactic it, that you wanted it, to implement? It just it just felt like the right thing to do, to be honest, Anne-Marie. You know, I just kind of went, oh, shiny object. That sounds like fun. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so often we it do do that. It wasn't that yeah. much thought into yeah. why I was going to do it at the time. Just like, that sounds fun. I'll yeah. get to like talk to super smart thought leaders all the time. Yes. Yeah, for free. Okay. Yeah, it's a great way, isn't it? And then you get it's a great people. Way to pick their brain. Oh, so absolutely. So, so much. And, and the other cool benefit for me in, in running my podcast, which I totally love because I'm basically interviewing my clients or mm. my potential clients. Yes. Because I'm, that's what I'm bringing on the show. I'm bringing on thought leaders. And that's so essentially it means I get to offer people, you know, identify someone who I think, oh, they'll be great on the show, mm-hmm. also potentially great ideal client. Yeah. If I invite them to come on my podcast, straight away I'm giving them something that they want and need, which is more exposure to my audience. Mm-hmm. And so that's a great way to start a relationship with someone rather than me selling. It's like actually yes. we can build a relationship by me having them on my show and, um, you know, yes. if, they, if the relationship continues, that's brilliant. If we hit it off, maybe we'll work together one day. Maybe we'll collaborate. Who knows? But it, I feel like for me it really opens doors mm-hmm. that um, – and gives me an easy way to do that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because that's actually part of my signature system. And I say to people, your podcast, you could be interviewing your potential guests, 
potential joint venture partners and potential amazing friends who you get to hang out with and learn from and they can refer you, which is fantastic. And I think often uh, an opportunity that people don't really see. So were you a, a podcaster first and then you wrote your book or did you write your book first and then launch your podcast? And I wrote in November 2015 and then I launched the podcast in 2017 so um, and I just finished writing book number two which will be out early 2019 so ah, ah, exciting exciting so when you think about the podcast then that you you um, have launched and obviously as you say the benefits that you really see is the connections and relationships that you're building and you just don't know what opportunities that can lead to what other outcomes and maybe some surprising outcomes have you been able to generate through your podcast um oh it's a tough one because it hasn't been like the classic thing that I would have ex I was expecting you know to be honest I haven't got the exciting audience numbers that I had hoped for or even expected necessarily yes um but I'm actually really comfortable with that because of the opportunities that we yes. just talked about yes um so in terms of in terms of benefits, it also is a consistency. And there are definitely, I have so many raving fans of the show. Uh, and I know that because when I go into a speaking gig or, you know, I go into a networking event and someone's like, oh my God, I just listened to your episode in the car on the way here. And I'll be like, awesome. Yes. Thanks. And yeah. there'll be people I've never met before or, you know, we're not even Facebook friends. I don't even know how this person knows about me, but they're, what, they're listening to my podcast. And, yeah. and to me, that's... Um, you know, it's definitely, it gets so much cut through because if they're listening to a podcast episode for 30 plus minutes, mm -hmm. then, you know, that's 30 minutes of my voice in their head. Poor yeah, things. Yeah. They might need a Panadol. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad that you shared that because that's one of the things that I say to people, stop worrying and focusing on vanity numbers because they're just vanity numbers because you could have a million downloads, but if no one's engaging, no one's enjoying your content, it's just vanity numbers and so rather a small group of engaged people who are your ideal clients who are referring you who are then saying okay Renee I've been hearing you talk about this amazing signature system and your beautiful visual models I need to to do that for myself when you get that recipe right and you continue to do that consistently that's the biggest win I reckon would you say so yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And 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 so we we let go of the, those vanity numbers very early on yes. in our podcasting journey. You know, and I say we. I'm talking about me and my team. Yeah. Um. You know, we do watch the numbers, but but we also we value the podcast and the time and energy we put into it because of the those relationships and the deepness of the relationships that we're building through having the podcast that we wouldn't otherwise have. Yeah. So you um, mean, you it's mentioned... a quality over quantity oh, for us. So I agree. And, you know, with the book, it's fantastic. But what are, one of the things that I say, because you're able then to really lay out the signature system and give it more detail in that visual, uh, you know, reading form. But someone who's gone through your book and then listened to several of your podcasts, I would say, and I'd love your feedback on this, they would have more of a deeper engagement with you listening to your podcast because they've heard you laugh. They've heard you, if you're on your own, share your content and interact with people if you're going to be um, interviewing other guest experts. So would you say that there's a level of deeper engagement through listening to your voice and actually experiencing you than perhaps just reading a book? Yeah, absolutely. People are not going to get the tone as, you know, as clearly in reading my book as they are in listening to me on the podcast yes. and I'm not even an auditory person 
which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't really like, listen to them, but people are, right? Yes. I'm auditory digital though, so yeah. you know. Yeah. But it's all happening in my head. Yeah. And do you this is something else that I'm sure that you would uh, recommend to your clients as well as how you're leveraging and showcasing and, and communicating about your signature system to your potential clients. Similarly, when we look at the different marketing tactics and you know, a podcast is a tactic, so is a uh you know, a book, are you using them in an integrated way so that the momentum you're building can bounce off each other? Is that what's happening for you with, with your podcast and book? Um, well, mostly, so from the podcast, um, the call to action, usually from the podcast episodes is the free training, which is on my website. Yes. So, um, so I'm going straight to a free opt-in so mm -hmm. that, um, you know, we can collect those names and email addresses. Cause even though I'm getting these deep connections with a podcast audience, I don't know who they are because yeah. I, <laughs> I don't have their names and email addresses until they go to, go to my website and download something. Right. So, yes. um, so my first my first thing that I that I do is get them to my website and get them signing up for that free training. If they want to know more about the signature system and they want to see a video of them in action, yeah. then go get the free training and then you'll actually be able to see what you can't see in a podcast. Yeah. And so that's kind of, that's where I drive people from the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as they're going there, they're going to see that I have a book and um, I'm running half day workshops and all that sort of stuff. And that's kind of where it drives in. Yeah. Um, so the podcast is one of my channels in and the book is another channel in because mm. I'm channeling everyone pretty much into my half day workshop, which then sells into my authority accelerator program. Yeah. So the book, the book I use to give away a lot, I, I give away a lot of copies of my book mm -hmm. um, as door prizes and all that sort of stuff. Um, because that's again, bringing people to my workshop essentially, and I'm bringing them into, yes. into building that relationship with me. So, um, they don't, I haven't necessarily, and you know, maybe this is an option for me to consider how they kind of talk to each other so much because I don't, for me, selling the book is not a be that, that that's not an end goal for me. Yes. Um, whereas, so if I've got someone on the podcast, I'd rather they get into my funnel by straight away doing the yeah. free training and then coming to the half day workshop. Um, and then if they've got my book, that's another way to get them to my half day workshop. But yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where everything points. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you don't, as we know, as marketers, there will take a number of touch points. And so some people might capture you or find you out because of your book. And uh, obviously the call to action is the free free training. If someone has already got their podcast, because you started your podcast later. Now, the new book that you are writing, oh, you probably, because your podcast has been created already, that may be something that you mention at the back of the book or, or maybe just see throughout the book so that people people are aware okay I'll go and have yes. a have a listen to, to that so and and why this is such a great conversation is so often people don't think of overall strategy and what tactics can I fit in that have different touch points different modes of communication I love how you've directed people to the video training because it's taken them from an auditory way of intaking information to visual because then you can show them and they're more likely to go oh we need to get over there which is great because you've now captured uh, content details and I think a lot of people forget that part uh, which is a very important part hindsight is a great teacher if you were to start <laughs> over again would there be anything that you would do differently in the launch of your podcast I think I would start batch recording from the beginning mm. so the first year of the podcast I just let people book 
interviews into my calendar wherever they wanted. Yeah. And there were times where I would open my diary on a Monday morning and I'd look at the week ahead and think, oh, my God, (laughs) I've got like 10 interviews scattered throughout the whole week. I'm going to be sick. I feel like there's no freedom for me to go and play anywhere here because I'm just, everything's everywhere. Yes. And that doesn't suit the way that I love to work. So this year we've implemented batch recording. We have one day per month where we record all the episodes for, you know, for the next month. Yeah. Um, and we've always got, you know, some extras in the can as well. So if I go, cause I don't work during school holidays. So yeah. there's always plenty for the team to work with while I'm, you know, off gallivanting with the kids somewhere. So yeah, um, yeah I would definitely start from the beginning um, with the batch recording because yeah. that that was a bit of a yeah a bit of a challenge. I, I, it's interesting that you went through that um, sort of process as well because I was the same. There were some days within two days, or actually a week, that it was twenty. I think between twenty four twenty six podcast interviews I was doing in a week. But we have now I've now batched one week, fourth Friday. Uh, sorry, fourth week every day will be different podcasts because obviously I host a lot and, and for clients but you've got to batch you have to batch because otherwise you'll find that that limits doesn't it how you show up and really this is just one method of, of visibility and and obviously profitability because you're nurturing potential clients down that uh, by their buyers journey so there's t- two things that I often hear of people complaining or, or saying you know I'm really worried we've identified one don't have to worry about coming up with topics map out the signature system and if that's a struggle we'll show you how you can connect with renee in a moment that gives you lots of great topics the second is i'm really worried about technology and i don't know what i don't know knowing now and you've obviously got a team and and other people can outsource as well what would you say to someone who is frightened because they're really not sure whether podcasting is something that they can even learn how to do I would just totally say work with someone to do all the the, the content production stuff. Like yeah. for me, all I do is I turn up I turn up in my Zoom room, I interview someone, you know. I'm, well, I've got to hit record first. Yes. Thankfully, I haven't forgotten to do that ever, <laughs> but I know some people have. <laughs> I've been I one of record, those. Interviews. I record the episode, I yeah. upload it to Dropbox, and I never think about it again. Yeah. And even when I was starting. When I sat down with um, my content producer, Stevie, at the beginning, she had a whole strategy document. She asked me all the questions that needed to be asked to start the podcast. Yeah. And that was all, like, besides me recording the episodes, that's mm. all I've had to do. Like, it's so, I so highly recommend working with someone who can just do that stuff for you mm. because... Yeah, was just my like, job is to think, sell, and deliver, exactly. not to produce podcasts. And that's one of the things I think all of us as thought leaders, some of us may be struggling with bookkeeping. Outsource it to an expert who loves bookkeeping. Um, similarly, with you know experts such as yourself, stop. If you're really struggling to nut this out yourself, hire an expert because this is not where your best use of time is and um, you know where your best use of time is is having conversations with prospective clients speaking uh, that that kind of thing creating that great content which is uh, going to get people who are your idea clients who are struggling and waiting for you to share your message all right so let us know how can we find out more about your podcast and subscribe and of course what's the best website for people to connect with you to find out more about these workshops that you do and the programs you run Sure. Well, I think the best place to go because we've teased people enough with this is to go grab the free training. So just head on over to shareyourpassion.com.au forward slash free training.
fantastic. Shareyourpassion.com.au forward slash free training makes it super, super simple. And for those people who have accessed that and also want to find your podcast, what's the name of your podcast? My podcast is called Leveraged and Loving It and you can find it in all your favourite podcast places. Fantastic. Look, thanks once again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. So glad to be here. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for having me. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including our no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.